0: Welcome to the Young Jerks. This is Mike Crawford. Tonight's episode features an interview with two gentlemen running for office. Stephen Mandilli running for Oxbridge Selectman and Ben Simon running for Cambridge City Council. Just a note of correction that we wanted to offer on the live show broadcast. Ben Simon uh, seemed to indicate that Mayor Mark McGovern Of Cambridge, Cambridge Mayor Mark McGovern had uh, received campaign contributions from controversial developer John DiGiovanni, which was indeed true. However, he also seemed to indicate that the mayor has since taken contributions from the controversial developer since EMF was closed as an artist community. Uh, We looked up that on cpf and found the last contribution to mayor mark mcgovern from john d giovanni was actually in 2016 so the mayor has not actually received any contributions since the emf community was closed Uh, we just hope you enjoy the episode and when wanted to make you aware of that correction we apologize we didn't catch it on the live show But it is a live show. We don't always catch everything. But we wanted to make you aware. Enjoy the episode. This is Mike Crawford. It's the Young Jerks. We're back. It's a live Saturday show. I want to welcome you to the show. We have a somewhat full studio. We also have a, uh, a dog, a canine here. Sid, you may see in the background. That's me. I'm terrible. Oh, someone's got their phone on. I was trying to figure out what was going on, but it's that's it's okay. That's we'll, music, man. we'll work that out. But uh, welcome. We we have a, a very good show. We have uh, an election uh, Tuesday that we're going to be talking about in the... Town, I almost said city, but the town of Uxbridge. Uh, we got a candidate for office. He's been on the show many times before. We also going to be talking about the uh, Cambridge City Council, uh, an election there as well. Maybe Boston. There's a lot of elections coming up. I want to just uh, make some programming notes before we get into it uh, to interview our guest. Uh, one thing I want to just mention there are a lot of campaigns going on nationally, locally. Um, if you are part of a campaign and you're watching this program or listening, On our iTunes or stitcher or wherever you get this program if you're working on a campaign and you want your candidate to come on uh, on the show hit us up we're looking for candidates to come on the show all the time we we, we have a good platform a lot of listeners a lot of uh, tastemakers let's say a lot of important people listen if you if you watch uh, you know just if you you know one thing I want to mention too, this is our sixth year now coming up. Uh, we just celebrated our five year anniversary. This is our first real show since then. It was an amazing night, and if you watch that, you might get an idea of some of the people who uh, <laughs> definitely do support this show. It was a great party. I want to thank Shalene uh, Title, uh, Tito Jackson, uh, State Rep Nika Elugado, and everyone that came out. Uh, Stephen Mandili, who is here right now, who won an award there as well. Uh, so many good people. Uh, it was a great night. Uh, but, again, we're going back to the programming notes. Uh, just want to make sure we get everything in today. But, as I said, we a lot of campaigns, a lot of things happening. If you're running for office and you want a uh, platform, if you want to reach a greater audience, give us a call. Hit us up. Send us a message on our Facebook page. There's a lot of ways that you can communicate to us online. But definitely reach out and hit us up because we're always looking campaigns to come on and we can work it out a bunch of different ways whether we do uh, an interview from afar uh, phone calls or a live live show like this today Uh, so there's a lot of different ways we can uh, get you on so definitely do that again my name is Mike Crawford Uh, the phone number here is 502-501-3477 if you want to call in today we'll also be looking at our Facebook page if you uh, have any instant feedback we'll be taking a look at that I also want to note that uh, sometimes people watch later and say, oh, I wish I, I could have called in. You can also leave a voicemail now, too. There's a way to leave a voicemail we have uh, on our podcast, Anchor, Anchor.FM. Look for us, The Young Jerks. Subscribe to us there. You can also leave voicemails that we can actually use and play and uh, you know put into our podcast or our live show later. So you can also communicate there. A lot of ways to communicate with us, The Young Jerks. I also want to mention we have a Twitter that is very active. Has been getting a lot of uh, attention lately at the Young Jerks. You may see a, t- a tweet today uh, right at Marty Walsh that's getting a lot of uh, <laughs> tweets and relikes uh, from all types of people <laughs> from from all uh, sides of the political pers- uh, uh, spectrum. But uh, je- definitely follow us there too at the Young Jerks. But we have a lot of guests here, so I want to get to the guests right now. Um, I also want to mention MidnightMass.substack.com. You should check out that as well. We we, uh, write there and release a lot of content uh, to midnightmass.substack.com. And uh, we have a lot of uh, awesome people who are supporting us with financial contributions there as well. So I really appreciate that. Uh, If you're not on there, you can definitely check it out, preview it. You can get a free subscription, midnightmass.substack.com. I also got to mention we're at Dig Boston today, which is uh, another place where I submit work. We're really happy to be here. Uh, love Dig Boston. We're at the headquarters. But now let's get to the guest. Now they got all that out of the <laughs> way. It's a lot, right? I got a lot in, you didn't did, I?
1: You did. You got it in good. Yeah. Whew. All, all right. And breathe. yep.
0: And again, we'll, we'll give out the phone number. You can call in. Uh, there's so much to talk about because we have been kind of slacking with the live shows, but uh, so many issues nationally, locally. We could be talking about Elizabeth Warren today. We could be talking about uh, Charlie Baker. We could be talking about what's going on in uh, Weymouth. We could be talking about a bunch of elections. If you have something specifically you want to talk about, cannabis maybe, call up and let us know. 502-501-3477. Now our guest. <laughs> First of all, you already <laughs> heard. Stephen Mendeley. I call him Sergeant Stephen Mendeley. <laughs> he's, uh, he's running uh, now. He's been on the show a bunch of times. You've done amazing work for veterans in Massachusetts. You got mm-hmm. this discount that no one else has, was able to get through the dispensaries. What is it, 60%? 40,
1: 50, 40? 40% off. Um, there's 10 different locations. They're on the website. Um, at last I checked, I think there were 17 dispensary locations offering it, all of the all the 10 combined. So, you know, the, we got at least one spot in pretty much every area of Massachusetts.
0: 40% off is huge. I mean, that's you're only paying 60% of the cost. That's you
1: You instantly can compete with, like, Black market. Oh, market. Illicit market. Oh, right. the traditional market. Excuse traditional me. market, yes. Jane, I want to thank Jane. One of <laughs> That's our a good
0: term. Great That's supporters. uh... She's a friend of Shalit Title. She hit me up and said, Mike, even better than illicit is traditional market. That's and I great. I love that. I'm using that. She's a very smart person. Yep. Uh, thank you, Jane. Traditional market. It does compete with the traditional market right, with 40% right. off. Things are right around. And, you know, for
1: a lot of, you know, it'd be great if the traditional market could handle all veterans, but they can't. And some don't, you know, they want different experiences so having that option there for like you know an older person or someone that is like strapped on time is is great to have you know i'm not i would never say you know traditional markets terrible and all this bad stuff about it like
0: it helped a lot of people for a lot of years like Definitely. we're just doing it, it still now. does 75 right. they say right. in the recent poll are still on the traditional market mm-hmm. i went i'm going back like i, I i've been on the both markets, and I've just decided to go back to traditional because I got fed up with the prices and the BS going on, and the tr- and really the driving around, me looking for deals like. Geez, that's the way <laughs> I got to do. It? I got to drive fifty miles. That's it's frustrating. Crazy. I'm not going to be driving around. That's I have too much time. Yep. No, I'm not enough time. <laughs> <laughs> and I, you know, and I don't want to waste the gas. I mean, it's just crazy. Seriously, uh, and the plastic too. The other right. thing, the the, mm-hmm. the the amount of plastic that you generate going to these dispensaries where you don't get that from the traditional market. Uh, but let's get to we again. We we're talking to Stephen Mendilli, of course. But yep. you're running for selectman of Oxbridge. Yes. Why? Um. You know, just
1: like in every uh, what started my advocacy work for veterans is, you know, I'm, I'm seeing these issues and wondering who's gonna start talking about it and kind of being like, well, why wait? You know, s- start a conversation now, get the ball moving, see what happens. And then, you know, I I've been in my town for 10 years now. I have two kids going to the schools. Um, you know, I, n- I notice things when I'm out. Uh, I don't, I notice everything, I'm not trying to. And um, I don't want to be one of the people just standing from the sidelines being like, you guys should do this, you should do that, it works better if you contribute, if you kick in, you know, like do what you can do, and I believe I can do what's what's in the best interest for Uxbridge, um, and not siding with, you know, personal agendas, just keeping it, you know, Uxbridge is going to be here after I'm out of office, I want to make sure it's better, you know, like it's not, we're not leaving the same old problems, and you know, the, my kids go to the school, so education's very important. And like most towns, you know, education's getting a huge piece of the budget. So it's good to know everything that's going going on there. I think the schools offer great, great education, great um, classes, and, and social groups afterwards, and everything. I think it's great.
0: I like to see it grow um, and do everything I can possible and stuff like that. Awesome! I saw you just uh, posted a letter to the editor that the, that the local citizen wrote definitely endorsing you right uh, i also saw another story that uh one of the newspapers had written about the campaigns and you got the lead which is you know and and really positive coverage you know you got the m- the best part of the story it seems like you're yeah. uh, doing pretty well is is that what it seems like right now
1: uh yeah i feel like um well i've, I've noticed i don't feel like it, but i've noticed and talking to a lot of people i can relate to a lot of different groups of people going you know and people don't expect it that i can but uh you know you put your white privilege aside and, and realize like, yeah, you got things you could go through and, and, but not complain about it, be helpful. And I, I'm just trying to do what's, what's good, what's best for the town.
0: I'm uh. not surprised by it though, either. Cause I, I've, I mean, you've been here so many times um, and you did win you, your group, veterans alternative healing yep. won, won uh, the award from us, which Thank was, you very much. Best, was you know best cause, mm-hmm. which I mean, you're a cause oriented guy. You, you're a guy who slept outside the state house right. to try to, get charlie baker's attention about the opiate problem
1: Uh, i'll do the work that needs to be done and it's you know starting doing that has led to now you know i'm working with i I run another non-profit called alternative treatment for veterans and we have an amendment that got passed in with the budget we have amendment number 623 which will uh you know where we've picked up some clues from illinois where they have a program where (laughs) veterans don't have to go to see a doctor they just send in their federal well they do they see a federal doctor instead of right. they so go to the to va s- yeah they, they can see a va doctor you have paperwork stating your qualifying condition like a federal document should do the trick in getting you know in registering with the state and we've taken it a step further where
0: no fees are going to be involved either that's so right. so it saves again that v- saves veterans money which yep. is a good 200 and probably 50 bucks that's pretty much right. what it cost me <laughs> and uh you know a veteran just go to the va and get it done they don't have to right. spend all that money
1: and it sounds like you know a great you know it saves money too but also saves a lot of veterans from having to go and have conversations with a doctor they don't know that they That's really don't right. want to get into right you know so it's like it's saving it, and uh, time right
0: it's it a lot of time like th- these uh medical cannabis doctors are in high demand and right. i know how hard it is to get an appointment and go out there and deal with them and talk to them and it's for me it's just Right. I can't imagine being a veteran, so and, I th- and I appreciate every you know private business that steps up and
1: and helps out and does what they can. Like Medwell now is doing, um, you know, free certifications for veterans that have a hundred percent disability, so mm-hmm. they're going to fill the gap there.
0: And Canicare Docs is Canicare. That. Yeah, Dox. I have.
1: Um, I'm able to give out ten a, a month to veterans that that they Through reach Canicare? out to me. Yeah, and send awesome. them a, a voucher for Canacare
0: CanicareDocs.com. And
1: it's it, you know people get mad with like. The VA is failing us, okay? So the problem is fixing the VA. It's not getting, you know, upset at the dispensaries or upset at, upset at everything. It's like, this is something new. You have to create a way to do it. You can't just get mad that things don't work. You have aren't to do working. something
0: and work right. with this establishment and, and, right. and go in and talk to them. And,
1: and you can't be closed minded and be like, well, I don't like that politician. I don't like this politician. But like, that's the office you have to go in to change something. Put your personal feelings aside and, and get the job done. And
0: you've done that over and over again. I've seen you do it. I know, you like, Elizabeth Warren, uh, you work with her. You've worked with Patricia Jalen. I mean, you've worked with – yeah, how was how your uh, relationship with – we asked this re, re, Republican Ryan Fatman's office. Is he
1: Actually, sure? he was um, the third senator to sponsor the amendment. Oh, cool. I ran into him grabbing coffee. Um, you know, we're going to be working together as I'm a selectman in
0: his district. Um, so, you know, I'm going so to even Republicans, you you mm-hmm. that were against us.
2: initially.
1: Or, er, I mean, find, <laughs> find a political group that exists that lasts that has any sort of sway that is saying now nah, we don't really want to help veterans, you know, like people want to put us up on pedestals all the time and, and say they're doing stuff. And well, now we're doing it and veterans are getting to do it too. And just that alone is, is having representation and things is, um, you know, immensely important.
0: Awesome. I'm going to give our phone number again 502-501-3477 if you want to call in definitely do so uh, we have another guest uh, two other guests one I'm going to get to to my left right now uh, he's also running for Cambridge City Council his name is Ben Simon welcome I yeah, thanks so much for having me and tell us why did you decide to run for Cambridge C- City Council because uh, of displacement Um
3: yeah, I, I don't feel that City Hall right now is representing all of its citizens or residents um, at all. Uh, there's a whole class of people that are vulnerable to displacement, and it's, you know, if, if they were being represented, they wouldn't be being displaced. Um, I I was displaced when I was, like, a kid. I was, like, 14, and my family was displaced from our apartment in Porter Square. It used to be a rent-controlled apartment, but after decontrol, you know, the markets went crazy, so we got pushed out once. Uh, we had to resettle in the Midwest. Um, you came- went
0: from Cambridge to the Midwest. Yeah. How old were you? I was fourteen. Wow. Yeah. That must have been crazy. Like you must have been like, wow. My whole life has been upside down because of this. It was a, this rule. This basically a vote, wasn't it? Huge culture
3: shock. Yeah, I went from Cambridge to like a suburb, was like a suburb of Chicago, and I, it was like, yeah. And you know, it, the, the, the experience is just is so traumatic. You know, you don't only lose your home. Um, my dad lost his job but you also get uprooted from the community that you've been part of your whole life. And and our city hall and our, our whole pretty, pretty much economic system is saying if you own your home, you can stay. If you're a renter, you have no right to be in your community. Like if, you know, some people decide to raise the rent, sorry, you can't pay for to be part of the community. What kind of community, like, has a price tag? That's
0: not a community. You know, um, we've, we've had a lot of city councils in from Cambridge and other cities in the past. Uh, Somerville even... Uh, and one of the city councils I really like is Matthew McLaughlin from Somerville. He, I guess they are alderman. I don't know if they've changed it, but he was an alderman when he came on. Um, I think they might be city councilors now. They might have changed. I think it. they changed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, he, he made a funny comment that he was the only city councilor because he was looking for a new place to live in his district because he was a renter. He said he was basically the poorest city councilor, mm-hmm. um, and that you know this issue just didn't affect all the people that he was hearing from from constituents it affected him and how difficult it was just to find a place so he could still remain the alderman at that time yeah yeah because rent is so high it is Um, I mean do you think that any Cambridge city councilors kind of worry about gentrification or are they all owners
3: that's yeah that's a big thing there aren't a lot of renters i think there's only one right now um and he used to be a homeowner um yeah i think that's who's that is that quentin um no it's uh dennis dennis cool yeah uh dennis carlone yeah um so um yeah i think we need more renters on the city council for sure but another big thing is we need to to have fewer people i mean ideally none on the city council who take money from developers because um, another another reason I'm running is I, I had this uh, experience with
0: the, the EMF place where you, you guys used to do your right, show and we got displaced yeah. from there Like, yeah. like we, we've uh, felt it I mean if people have been following the show you've noticed I think this is our fourth different location <laughs> in like five years so I mean this is affects everybody it, yeah. whether you're an artist you're a startup you're any type of anybody trying to do anything outside of their basement it affects us all and even Definitely. having a basement is like thank god some of us have basements i mean it's just it's yeah. brutal out there
3: it totally is yeah um so yeah the the emf situation um that that i got as as it affected me was I, I had a band um and we practiced in that same building you guys were doing the show in um and when this developer bought the building you know he, he sat on it for two years and like you know seem Not like tell anyone yeah to like Everything make it seem like oh fun. yeah just like everything's fine but of course he had plans for it he wanted to make more money out of it so after two years he says we all are all getting kicked out but we, we organized <laughs> to fight back and we said you know like this this is a part of the arts community like the arts community will, will really
0: like it'll be killing the arts community in Cambridge if you get it rid it was like rid a rid of center the of the yeah, arts community I mean, it was. I, mean I, I know New Alliance I mean I've I, even before I did a show there I I've been in that building I know what it means I've you know worked with bands managed bands booked shows it this is the sp- that was the spot it, was. it really was and it was it's irreplaceable yeah. it's irreplaceable
3: it totally totally and um the city had a chance at that point to like step in and say you know what what you're doing might be technically legal but it's not right like this is this is going to really like wh- what is the city going to be when there's no more art in the city so like we have to stop you we have to figure something out we can negotiate i mean we could be they could have been really aggressive and you know Use eminent domain to take the property, buy the property forcefully from the owner. I mean, that's been that's happened before. Uh, Cambridge did it actually recently. Um, Do you think they should have done that? Yeah, I mean, if, if he was if he, he if he was not willing to negotiate, what if he was purchasing? not willing to, would you
0: have? Pr- uh, yeah, uh, I would. F- I, I, yeah, fr- I mean, yeah, I mean, the eminent. Dom- I,
3: I, eminent I mean, eminent domain is, is, is a form of purchasing. Okay. Yeah. Um, so either or. or or leasing. I mean, the buil- the yep. the city did look into look into leasing the building. Um, but ultimately, they backed away they they let us down, and it just so happens that the mayor and most of the city council takes money from so when developers you say mayor, that's and
0: v- I want to make sure we say his name because he might get mad at us he 's been on the show before i 'm friends with him uh somewhat i mean you know he's a politician so but his name <laughs> is uh vice no wait he's now the mayor right he was the vice mayor right Are we saying the right person um say his name for us. Uh, Mark McGovern is the name of the. Okay, mayor right thank now. you. Yeah. It yeah. is the person I was thinking of. Yeah. Mayor Mark McGovern. He's, you know, he's. Been, I really like Mark McGovern on that on the medical cannabis and some of the other issues. But he did take so because it's very interesting. He put himself out there as the uh, as the negotiator with this gentleman, and he took campaign money from him.
3: Yeah, he he takes a lot from right this guy. now
0: after since then or just um, before that.
3: B- b- both. Um, he's taken so, money since then. So so yeah, I mean he he takes. I mean, I, I think, like, city council should take no money from developers, period. Mm. But it so happens that, that Mark and a lot of other councilors take money from the very landlord that they were supposed to be negotiating, uh, negotiating with, 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 you know, for It's us a conflict at, of interest. Yeah, of course it's a conflict of interest. It's weird yeah. that
0: he did that, too, like, especially if he is, con- like, it'd be one thing if he took contributions in the past and didn't know. But now that he knows, right. that's what really bothers me, that you would continue the, who are the other city councilors that are taking because uh, this came up before like in the, the election before that or two elections before uh dennis uh, bezanson got like knocked off that he was like a rising star and some campaign contributions that came out from a developer became a big issue and he lost his seat uh and these races are very highly contested in cambridge like 20 candidates yeah uh, that are competitive right. and it's like only a little bit of margin between winning and losing. So who would th- some of the other uh, city councilors that take development money in Cambridge?
3: Oh, um, so as it, as I understand it, um, there are only four that don't take developer money. Um, there's Dennis Carlone, Quentin Zondervan, um, Sumble, sadiki and um jan Devereux and jan's mm-hmm. not but jan's, jan's just gone. announced that so so we we have i love you know, jan Devereux yeah too. she's um, really good it's you know it's a little scary that she's leaving so say the names again
0: of the people who 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 you are, are saying don't take developer money
3: uh quentin zondervan
0: who's running for re-election he is, is yep. probably going to come on the show i've uh been talking to him he's a, he's a i i like him a lot
3: yeah he's no he's a great guy i mean of of there were two elected officials that really came out t- to bat for us when we were going through this process EMF. and fighting back um, the EMF situation. Yeah, um, Quinton zondervan was one, and the other was Mike Connolly. Um, Quinton Zondervan, yep, state rep. Mike Connolly, um, and yeah, Quinton. Quinton actually, you know, he authored this this whole resolution with all these things to help us, like including negotiating with the landlord for more time, which which happened, um, and including a, you know a resolution to try to work with the landlord. To look into leasing the building, which ultimately didn't happen, um, but you know he he authored this whole resolution, and uh, you know we really appreciate that and saw that. Um, but you know at at the end of the day, the city hall was like, well, you know, developers pretty much get to do whatever they want, regardless of the community impact. Um, you know, at the end of the day, people got to make their money and private property rights, et cetera, et cetera. But it's like, you know, when property rights are in conflict <coughs> with, like, preserving the basic integrity of a community, maybe it's time to have a question about, like, where do we draw the line
0: here? Exactly. I mean, I think we need to at this point. It's, it's so way past obvious. that point. Uh, yeah. Rent control, you support it, right? Very strongly. Bring so it back. Yeah.
3: I mean, I, I grew up in a rent control building. My parents lived in, you know, they, they had, they lived in the same building from 1969 up until we were displaced in 1999. Um, They had... You know, we lived under rent control for almost 30 years. Four years after decontrol, our building was sold so people could make some condos. Like, that's, that's what happened. Like, it, people like to say, oh, rent control, like, the, the whole economy will just, you know, burst into flames if you have <coughs> rent control. It won't work. Um, the landlords will, you know, be starving. Um, well, the proof is in the pudding, okay? Like, Cambridge was stable under rent control yep. for 30 years. What happened after decontrol? Everything went to shit. People were displaced left and right. The community is just like... Uh, You know,
0: I think there's a part of it, too, that does force the rents. Like, certain rent, like certain, um, you know, uh, people who are landlords, let's say, that only own a few units. I see this all the time on social media. They cry about it, saying, if you put in rent control, I'm going to have to sell them to the big developers because I can't afford the taxes. I can't... And it's because the property values have gone up. Like because the rents have gone up, your costs go up. So this stabilizes everyone. Like so, they yeah. have to keep it in mind too. Like you know, the reason why you are having to charge more a lot of times is because of the marketplace, and yeah, it, it's out of control. It, it really is. And especially, we know who it's really dominated by. It's these big developers that yeah, you're talking about.
3: Totally, totally. And and you know the, you know the small owners. A lot of them. They get it, and like, I, the only reason I'm, I'm in Cambridge right now is because my landlord is an ethical dude and he keeps my rent cheap. <laughs> Otherwise, I could not still afford. live in Cambridge. Like, so uh, it's, it's this funny situation where I'm advocating for rent control where people think you know, landlords don't like this, but um, he's controlling his own rent out of just a sense right. of like, I'm part of this community but I these want people I, like you yeah, to live here. I, yeah, I like I'll you. have a relationship with my tenants. I wanna, I wanna be a good. We community can't rely factor. on that for everyone. But though, we can't rely on that. Yeah. Most people
0: are. I'm are are not going to do that. And most of it's run by big developers. Right. They just care about right. the bottom dollar. Right. Exactly. Um, so like we we have uh, some other issues I want to get to too as well. But I want also want to make sure we get Marion. Uh, did I say your first name right? Is it? You did. Marion. Uh, Marion. McNabb. Correct. And you're with, say the group, it's three C's, and uh, yeah,
2: it's I'm going to screw it up. It's a mouthful, it right? Yeah. <clears throat> All right. It's but cannabis. it's an important one. Thank you. It's Cannabis Community Care and Research Network, C3RN, like a- C3PO.
0: And you're like basically <laughs> looking into the science of cannabis, right, for exactly. medical patients and you're yeah. doing unbelievable events. I watch you guys all the time. You guys won an award too, didn't you, recently? We
2: did. We did. We uh, won uh, the NECAN award. Yeah, yeah. A, big, a big award. Yes, for the best scientific achievement. Yay! Which is awesome. Yeah, and congrats to you too. Yeah,
0: we award won too. Yeah, we all awards. won awards recently. Isn't it interesting? Yay. awards. It is cool. So um you, um, you work with Stephen as well. Like, you guys are working together a lot now. I see you guys doing events.
2: Yeah, we hang out quite a bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So. Uh, last year, C3RN launched a open cannabis um, consumer and patient research study with UMass Dartmouth. Um, so we, for six months, tried to test out um, working with dispensaries and universities, consumers and patients, um, really to try and understand, you know, how people are consuming cannabis and why, and um, you know, just understanding that this is already happening in a reality. Um, but what we tried to do was break the research paradigm. So um, as you can see in cannabis research. It took 10 years for Dr. Sue Sicily to have a, research, a rigorous research study approved for PTSD in cannabis and cannabis in veterans. We're really excited she's going to be coming at our next event, but 10 years is way too long, um, and people are consuming and finding benefits for cannabis, so what we did is a concept of open data and really trying to collect information and share that back out for immediate uh, public health change or behavior change. So it worked really well last year. Um, we partnered with three different dispensaries, so Insa, Basque, and Revolutionary Clinics, and we found some pretty striking findings. Um, the most striking of which, uh, sixty-three percent of our Massachusetts sample was using cannabis to get off prescription medications. So, as a public health professional, does that
0: include like uh, to like? Even just stay off them completely, like never get on them. It, you know what I mean? Some people, I think, uh, I have
2: already done it in the past. Yeah, yeah. And so we've since like included that question. So that, that includes question. everything. Okay. So that that statistic that actually more. is people actively trying. Right. Right now in 63. Massachusetts, out of our sample, I believe
0: it. I mean, yeah. it's for me and Stephen. Yep. Stephen yeah. went way down that road. Yeah. Yep.
1: We need. The, we got to grab the number of ma- people on maintenance and, and right recovery and long term recovery and yeah. stuff, yeah. To yeah. stuff. You,
0: you know what question I want to ask you because uh, this recently came up. Well. And it's, it's like a podcast I'm working on right now. <laughs> uh, there's a gentleman uh, who was the I don't know if he's the, I don't know what his title is, but he's been on the show in the past. He called in. He was a sponsor of ours. I should say that. And we were also sponsored by the competing dispensary, uh, dis competing uh, company. So we've we've been sponsored by both sides of them. But uh, there's some audio. His name's Nick Smart from Canacon, and he said some really kind of crazy, outrageous stuff. And I'm going to be playing it on a another podcast and cutting it up and uh, one of the things he says is that uh, we have to stop pretending that uh, medical cannabis works for back pain or pain at all and then that anyone that's using it for pain is a pussy Whoa. <laughs> and that they should just uh, work on their nutrition and uh, exercise.
2: Oh wow, wow! And he runs
0: Kennecon, Uh and there's some other things he said. We'll that's get into. Pretty offensive. But I'm just wondering, what do you think about that? Because you did this open data source.
2: Uh yeah, you know? I'd throw some data in a space. <laughs> <That's laughs> I'd have a conversation about that. That's pretty
1: ridiculous. To teach everyone else how to be perfect, he should be front and center doing that, right? Like, yeah, having classes on being. Uh, perfect? Apparently,
0: he says he's in pain too. Like he's got issues, and uh, I just think it's weird. Like it's like what works for you may not work for everyone else. Right. It's like it's right this is the one thing I tell everyone it's like we're not all the same our our experiences are all different but when you look at data sets and you see six out of ten or you know yeah that means something
2: and it's all different types of medications so it's antidepressants anti-anxieties benzos opioids even proton pump inhibitors insulin People are reducing their use and dependence on insulin, which is a really incredible, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I mean, at C3RN last year, we you know, found this really to be a public health emergency. I'm a public health clinician, or not clinician, but practitioner. And it really is. This is an alarming opioid epidemic. It's part of the reason, one of the reasons we started our company. We focused on, on how to use cannabis as a treatment alternative, because Massachusetts is really facing an incredible public health epidemic, the opioid epidemic. Mm-hmm. I mean, what did you post something the other day of like five people die every day?
1: Yep, still five people dying every day. Yeah,
2: in Massachusetts. And then veterans specifically, three times more likely than uh, to die of an opioid overdose, and that's larger, in Mass or higher in Massachusetts than it is nationally. So, I mean, this is, and it's clear, there's, you know, I mean, I'm probably preaching in the choir here, but, um, but you know. But Nick, Nick
0: doesn't seem to get it. <laughs> no, like, that guy's a little say? dense. Yeah, yeah, what would you say to him, Steven? The important thing
1: is the person being able to get off a more dangerous medication. It's harm reduction. So, yeah. like it or not, if it's keeping someone alive and giving them an opportunity to to persevere and grow from from their experience and getting recovery, more power to you. Because the problem that's happening and i was on them too you're not just on an opioid or or a benzo but you're also on a sedative for sleeping and we found out high numbers for um for insomnia too so if you can take one you know one of that deadly cocktail the they call it the Houston cocktail um if you take one of those out you're you're that's harm reduction you know so you're just starting with one so if you can eat a handful of gummy bears or whatever it is whichever way you want to medicate yourself to sleep at night that's harm reduction that's a step in the right direction and that no one gets into recovery like overnight like it's a step process and if you can start there and 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 grow from there and go i
0: i think it's an excellent pathway to to healing
2: yeah
0: i want to mention that canacon uh, is coming up uh, they're coming uh to Massa- back to Massachusetts after they badmouth Boston. By the way, that's boy also cut. some audio. He didn't. He didn't seem to have good words for Boston, but he's coming back to Springfield. Okay. Did they try? And to he's come also stone? against. He's also against social equity.
2: Oh, okay, well, which is interesting because I don't
0: think there are any people of color or anything in Springfield or <laughs> anything.
2: <laughs> No, nothing at all. It's not disproportionately impacted by the drug war or identified <laughs> as such. So we're going to be getting, getting really.
0: a lot more <laughs> into him, but we have some can- candidates. So we got to get into the campaign. Stephen, your election is coming up on Tuesday. Tuesday, yes. People got to get out and vote. I'm telling people. One of the rights, you know, that I've happily fought
1: for and so many others have fought for, lived for, gave for, is your right to vote. you got to get out there and use that. It's, it's more powerful than a like or a share on Facebook or a comment or a meme or anything. Like, that isn't how things change. That's how you can, like, you know, piss people off or whatever and <laughs> troll and have a good time with that way and everything. But if you want real change, you have to get out. You have to vote. You have to also do the research on the people that are running. Don't just assume everything you hear because, like, we know people can make a fake news article, you know? Like, that stuff, its real, that stuff happens. Do real research. Don't go, like, just, oh, I saw this on Facebook. Someone said this. Don't. Go research. And don't just listen to that
0: one friend. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> find out. Find out. <laughs> but uh, we also have Ben Simon, who's uh, running for city council in Cambridge. Mm-hmm. Uh, when is your election? Uh, November 5th. I'm not mistaken. So you yes. got some time. I've wow. got I've got more time. You yeah. just started the campaign. <laughs> yeah,
3: it's yeah, a marathon, it's not a sprint. Yeah, actually, um, <laughs> yeah, my launch party is actually tomorrow, um, at four, in Central Square at the Seven Thirty Tavern. Um, it's going to be four to six. Um, State Rep Mike Connolly is going to be speaking. Oh, he is, yeah. he, is he uh, endorsing supporting you? He obviously is. He's yeah, speaking. I mean, yeah, he's he's um, That's you know, awesome. he's given me a, a you know a statement and for my press release and he's speaking. So That's I guess. I'm going to give
0: yeah. uh, Mike Connolly a good job on that one. Give him a good paddle. I, l- I like Mike Conley, I do. I <laughs> got he's mad at guy. him uh one time a little while ago. I haven't talked to him since. So, but he might he might be mad at me back yeah, because. But I like Mike Conley. I always have. uh yeah, he's great, and he proves himself. He does definitely, the work definitely. So that's awesome. Um, and say that again. Where it is tomorrow? Yeah, so 4, to 6? Yeah, tomorrow four to six. Yeah, it's tomorrow four to six in Central Square
3: at the seven thirty Tavern. Um. Yep, come out um you can learn more about my campaign and what i'm fighting
0: for um first time running first time running and you have a state rep who's gonna introduce you who's not just a state rep he is the state rep he's the first one we endorsed uh and actually won with like on the show like five more than five years ago like we we always endorsed campaigns and stuff but they would never win and then he was like the first he was sign. things are changing around here so this is exciting i'm very happy to yeah to hear that um but, you know, obviously, we talked about uh, rent control. What are there other things that the city of Cambridge can do on this issue? I know, like the Sullivan Courthouse. There's a lot of different things happening. Tell us what are some of the other things that you think they could do?
3: Yeah, um, I mean, so I think one big thing is we we need to stabilize the the like rents in the private sector. Um, but another thing is that rents are already so high. That we've seen like a huge loss of diversity in the terms of like in terms of like the services and the kind of businesses that you see in cambridge like i've, I've lived in cambridge my small, almost my whole life and there's there's there are all kinds of like shops and places like even like something as basic as like an auto body shop like you know they're disappearing and probably the, the reason is like either rents are too high or people are jumping on that land to make more money with them right um so we need we need some of these things back like things like EMF, things like a music rehearsal space, and the private sector is not going to provide them. So we need, we—it's insane right now. Like Mike, Mike, I'm so h- thankful that Mike was like, kind of getting us, getting people like organizing the efforts on this, um, the efforts to keep the Sullivan courthouse um, in a p- as public land. Is that going to um, happen? I mean, we're going to fight for it. Yeah. I mean, um, they
0: basically this—this this is uh, a courthouse that is no longer used. It's a beautiful location spot. It's—it's it's just prime and they want to turn it into a private development right yeah they're going to hand it the over state? to a private developer Is it the state that wants to do that or the city? yeah it's so the city, well it's a state well
3: it's it's weird little complicated yeah it. it's like the, right. this the city has the 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 option to like block this right now and we're um, i'm really hoping that the city does the right thing because uh, as i was saying right now um the so many things that the city has lost and needs to get back are never going to happen in the private sector and that's why we need public investment we need we need to be expanding not contracting public land right now Um, so like things like affordable grocery stores affordable housing Mm -hmm. um, affordable restaurants they're gone they're not coming back on this expensive ass like crazy rental market that's why we need the city to step up and say okay we care about all our constituents so we're going to make sure they get the services the businesses everything they need to thrive
0: that's true that's i mean i
3: saw and we got a <laughs> things right sorry it's
0: all these new places were opening uh, in your hood and uh they weren't places you wanted to go to because it's, it's nope. like a twenty dollar drink like you know what i mean like the and the nice places like river gods you know like gone mm-hmm. like it's just the good places go and uh yeah. ridiculous yuppie expensive places replace them uh, i want to ask you about uh some other questions too because um We'll call this the speed round a little bit on the local issues. Uh, Try to be quick as possible because we've got a lot we want to get to. Uh, This part is uh, there's a big thing going on in the city of Cambridge right now about the state flag of Massachusetts. Mm -hmm. Uh, Some people are are saying that uh, the mascot is inappropriate. And looking at the history, it does seem very kind of (laughs) inappropriate to me. Um, But now the city of Cambridge is uh, looking at not having it displayed at City Hall. Where do you stand on that? What do you think about this issue?
3: Yeah, I guess I have maybe like a a nuance or middle ground opinion about this. Like, I I think it's definitely problematic. Um, I also think though that like right now, um, you know, I don't know to what extent this is an issue in Massachusetts, but right now, like Native American lands, like their sovereignty isn't being respected. I think our political energy should be spent there. The day after the day after that happens, and and like Native Americans stop being oppressed today, because because. Uh, then maybe less looking to change oh, like the flags. Like so because it's
0: kind of like trivial BS to well, kind of it's just like, look it's, it's, like it's low hanging something. fruit yeah. and
3: like it kind of p- creates the this image. Work. Oh we, we stopped doing that. We stopped repressing Native Americans so right. let's change the flag. Right. But no, we're still doing it today. Yeah. So maybe we should put that political energy into helping fight for, for, you know, to stop this oppression that's still going on today. Members Good.
1: of that culture should have the say too. Like it shouldn't be
3: left yeah, to exactly that. they should yeah.
0: be front and center at the table interesting um cannabis issue comes up um big thing for a lot of us is that we feel like big cannabis has come in and they bribe the cities and towns with the best contracts and that local people don't have an opportunity to get in on it and especially people who have been disproportionately harmed you know whether it's white or black or any color it's you know working class took the brunt of this and rich guys from Martha's Martha's Vineyard and Goldman Sachs in California they're coming in and and buying all the licenses and these guys are like venture capitalist types Um, and the local guys can't compete so what do you think about this and where do you stand on the uh, cannabis issue in the city of Cambridge
3: yeah so so cannabis isn't um, is an area I'm learning a lot about I mean actually a lot of a lot of stuff is I have to learn about very rapidly um, th- this being my first time running, I'm not like, um, really a, wee- uh, a, cannabis, person. a cannabis, person. <laughs> <laughs> I g- Which I d-
0: most people aren't.
3: I <laughs> mean, a lot of people love it. I, I just, it makes me kind of freak out. So, <laughs> yeah. so I don't, I don't mess with it so I much. would stay away from yeah. that if yeah. that's <laughs> <laughs> the case. I yeah. think that's a
0: good, good call.
3: Thank you. Good yeah. I, sometimes I make good choices. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> yeah. Um, sorry. Let me, uh, yeah, no, I, I totally think, yeah, it's, it's right now. This is, this is a moment where we're, you know, we're this, this whole new market is is uh, emerging? We need to make really certain that, you know, it's not making this wealth that just gets siphoned out by these big, big box weed places. We want to keep this money local is one thing, but we also definitely want to make sure that the people that can build wealth on this, um, that some of those, those those people that have been like suffering most under the war on drugs, are are you know making. We have to make sure that they have access to that wealth sure. and building that wealth think that's yeah.
0: uh what most of us want
3: around here yeah. anyways right. mm-hmm. there's,
1: there's no keeping it to just big business small business but as long as the th- it's giving back and it's contributing and it's creating pathways and all that and not just coming to you know push their w- agenda if you y- you have to work with the communities you're trying to get in like you should pick up what they're doing and and be you know actively participating uh a- a- Funding time, <coughs> uh, resources, whatever is needed, that should be part of the conversation every time.
0: Speaking yeah. of that, I want to ask you both, uh, what are you hearing from people? You know, you're you're asking for signatures, you're asking for people's votes. What are you hearing that they care about locally? What What are the issues, what are the concerns, what do they want to see? Uh,
1: for every place, pretty much, it, it's cost of living. It's uh, constant increases in bills and, and, and water, and where I'm the, it's the tent, the, ro- the roads are, a problem where I live, like right, even we're paying all this money, then we right. pothole city, and here. now it's causing even bigger problems because in my town it's ruining the police cruisers. Uh, yeah. So now we're paying, you know, extra money because of the roads are damaged, and we're paying for new cars, and we need new cars, and we need to have that in the budget. Public safety has to be addressed. You can't just be like, yeah, we got a flat, you know, someone else will be there in a little bit, you know, when emergencies happen. Um, and and also education, I think, um, you know, at my in my town there's a lot of young parents like myself with young children. And there's things that have happened with, um, you know, how school is funding here. Like, I don't know. Like, everyone needs to go and support the Promise Act. They did a study for four years and found out that the way the state's given out money for education is short by one to two billion dollars for the schools. And every school needs – there's not a school right now that doesn't yeah, need money. Yeah, they're all struggling. Yeah. I so mean, to I find live that in a very nice out, town, and we're
0: struggling. Right, with right. The schools.
1: And you find that stuff out, it's like, that, that's an issue. Like, you got to support this Promise Act. It's uh, – sponsored by senator Sonia cheng diaz that's at the state She's house from, so that's at the state house like that that has to get pushed through like one to two billion dollars like that's why every school is constantly doing fundraisers and all this other kind of stuff
0: and looking at raising fees for sports or cutting right. sports completely cutting the arts cutting right. theater right. cutting the cutting arts, count for so many kids. things that
1: are teaching people how to be people and not you know just consumers so
0: i need that
3: yeah um so for me it's a little hard to answer because i haven't my, you campaign just is just, my campaign is just <laughs> starting, <laughs> but in terms of like people I talk to, my friends, um, ge- gentrification in in Cambridge is you know something that people it has a lot of aspects to it. Um, but one piece of it is is that I especially want to focus on is what we are calling affordable housing right now isn't affordable, and one of the reasons for that I think is because we're letting developers tell us what the definition of affordable housing is. And because their businesses whether they're a nonprofit business or a for-profit business they're a business and they have a bottom line so that's why they have a m- they have a minimum for this affordable housing which is absurd like how can you not afford affordable housing right. if you're going to call it affordable it better be something that everybody can access it's true um, it's
0: uh, the affordable housing programs most people are either too rich or too poor for and like pu- they can't afford the, they either can't afford the down payment or they make too much money, and it's just a little bit too much money, and they're still poor. Like it's just Right. That's why I think this has to happen in the
3: public sector. Like we, need, we need a massive investment in maintaining and expanding our public or social housing. Vienna in Austria, they house 62% of their population in social housing. I don't understand and why we can't
0: look at net worth uh, more on all of this stuff. Like they always look at income. Like income is the most important thing. Right. When you live in Cambridge, income doesn't go as far. You know, I think everything should be decided by net worth. Like that's that's the ultimate decider whether you're rich or poor. Like how much net worth do you have? Yeah. And when you're excluding people that have a, a net worth of eight dollars because they finally got a job that pays just a little bit too much, I mean
3: that's right. No, the whole the whole structure is so so messed up in so many ways. Um, but yeah, I think at least one part of the solution um, or of one part of addressing it is is we have we have to have social housing. Yesterday. Um, I mean the way it's the way it's been used in in this histi- in the history of this country has been obviously really problematic. It's used been used to, to like, you know, as a safety net, and it's also been used to like oppress and segregate and but keep but people there. That's the yeah. problem. It keeps right. Exactly. There. Yeah. It's a cycle. But but look at Vienna. That that's what we should be. So going what are do they doing when that's
0: different? Like in terms of I know what the numbers are greater, but what are they doing? Like what I specifically? I mean they I land? think I think they just got into it
3: a lot longer. I mean um ago they they recognized we housing is a human right and they wanted to make sure everyone had housing and so they treat we they treat it instead of as a safety net they treat it as a cornerstone of a healthy city economy and that's what we have to be getting to because mm-hmm. no one should be homeless Ho- there there's almost no homeless people in Vienna there's almost no displacement if, if we have those values we know what to do this question is do we have the political courage to stand up the developer class that does not want that to happen and they and they're and there you know there's this ABC slate of better Cambridge. They're funded, <laughs> you know, by developers, and, and that's they want—that's Mark, that's Mark yeah. McGovern, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and they want—they want to tell is you. On there right now? Yeah. I mean, I don't know all their names, but they want to tell—they want to tell us they're the, s- the good guys and they're standing up for affordable housing and doing what's right. Well, I can't afford any of what you're calling affordable housing. So, you know, maybe you should ask the people that actually need affordable housing what affordable housing should be. Right.
0: Makes Wh- sense to me.
1: Why not charge these developers a uh, make them do a community host agreement?
0: Charge <laughs> them 3%. <laughs> right? I mean every Well they th- feel like they're already giving 20%. Down. <laughs> they, they give out like 20% of the units. How, uh, is it 20 in Cambridge or 10? I don't even know. Uh, it just I think
3: went up to 20 okay. uh, pretty recently but, but that's a but well, those are yeah. the
0: affordable yeah. units we're talking about. Plus 3%. Plus 3 <laughs> <laughs> Plus a fire truck. <laughs> plus a fire truck. Plus some truck. drug treatment. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Plus some donations. Oh, they're already doing that. They're giving right. the donations. We already talked about that. Yeah. Right. Yep. Uh, so with the Young Jerks. And again, uh, for anyone that doesn't know, we're speaking to Stephen Mendili, who's running for Uxbridge Selectman. On Tuesday is the election in Uxbridge. Get out and vote. And we're also speaking to uh, uh, Mr. Simon. You know what I'm I'm reading my let, my own writing and I'm like I, I can't even read my writing. Ben that, yeah. <laughs> Ben Simon. I don't know why I even had to know, but I just <laughs> find, like I like I i, I one of those moments like a uh, a moment on you, you ever see the videos where someone has a stroke on like TV while they <laughs> <laughs> it looks <laughs> like you wrote that when you're going yeah. up some stairs or something. Yeah. I don't know. It's <laughs> pretty warm in here. But y- yeah <laughs> You ever see those videos though? Like they show on YouTube where like weathermen do like crazy. Someone collapses. It's like, oh my god, what a nightmare! And now everyone's watching it for the rest of their lives. George uh, George Bush did that. People fainting. He fainted in Japan. uh, That um
1: Wendy Williams on TV fainted. That's right. So many people. Yeah.
0: What a nightmare! It's the hot lights, man. It is. It is hot in here. Cooking. So uh, Ben Simon running for uh, Cambridge City Council. I think I got that right. Uh, midnightmass.substack.com I'm asking you to subscribe to check out make sure you're subscribing to us on our uh, iTunes, Twitter, you know, wherever you see us but we're on Twitter as well at The Young Jerks. Where are you guys located? Where can people find you, support you uh, candidate Ben Simon for Cambridge City Council?
3: Uh, My website is
0: votebensimon.com You
3: can donate or sign up to volunteer uh, by the simple click of a button on the top of that website
0: And Mr. Mendeli
3: uh, my page is only on Facebook. It's Mandeli the, uh, for
0: something. Mandeli for Selectman. That's yes. right. I knew it. I've yep. seen that one. Yes. And it's got the G.I. Joe uh, right. logo mm-hmm. and with Mandeli. And it's angered people. People actually got angry
1: after that. They did? Because they,
0: yeah. kind of, well, they said you ripped off G.I. Joe. Right. Or right. Is that why? Yeah. Oh, my God. It's Man, like the right. stuff we get about the Young Turks. Like right. you're ripping off the Young Turks. I know, right? I'm so upset. Right, a They like they they'll tag Sank on Twitter. They'll be like, Sank, do you know about this? And right. I'm like, oh, I hope he answers one of these days. <laughs> We're gonna call your mom and tell her. Yeah. Like, why don't it's you like like call d- Hasbro, and, see and then and I'm, I'm like, did okay. you ever hear of the Young Turks before the Young Turks? That they're kind of ripping someone off too. <laughs> so it should be okay. I'm, I'm good. You know, there was a Young Turks. You know that, right? Yes. A yes Hollywood yes. Young Turks. Who was it? Like. I've seen
1: it everywhere cuz every time you I look at the I think what's, what's his name? What's uh,
0: his name? Jack Nicholson. If you type in the Young. Yeah, he was a Young Turk, <laughs> I think. Okay. And Peter Lawford. I think those were the Young Turks. They got ripped off. I'm really mad. I'm really mad that Senk ripped them off.
1: People will get <laughs> you're going like that's the thing with politics and he knows. You're going to make pretty much like half of the people like 49%, they're not going to like you. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, they're not going to, and that's okay, because they have but their if own they, If they
0: talk about you a lot, and, and, they, and like they remember your name and repeat your right. name, there's probably a relative that doesn't agree with their politics who's like, oh, I'm voting for Stephen Mandilla. You hate him. <laughs> like, right. That's just the way it works. Right.
1: And if they're spending time talking about you, I mean, that your,
0: your campaign's working. Repeat, yeah. my, <laughs> repeat my name, the Young Jerks. The Young Jerks. Not that Michael Crawford? We're ripping the Young Turks off. You should boycott us. all right we're the young jerks if you want to call in 502-501-3477 oh maybe you're uh one of those kirk minahan people on twitter that are mad at me because i don't like them you can call in too He's got a bunch of fanboys. See, they have their own shows. They're, they oh, call in. I recently got an invite to go on one of their shows. It's called the Mini Fan Show. Oh, just, wow! I'm going on the Kirk Minahan Fan Show. Oh, I'm, I've genius. really arrived now. I'm, I'm blowing up. I am blowing up.
1: Wow, you made it! You made it to a fan. Not bridge.
0: until Blind Mike. That's another one who, who he's got to interview me. He's uh. I don't even know what it is. his show is like, the shit show or something. It's <laughs> like, this is the worst place ever to be. Come on my show. Anger, but, uh, the anger show. 502 501 3477. We haven't made any phone calls today. I don't know what's going on. You know what? We've been gone for wait, weeks. Wait, people might have forgot about it. that's us. probably it. It yeah, is. Yeah, it's actually not right. But a lot of people watch it on Facebook. We're getting comments too. So right. maybe we'll read some of the comments. I don't know. I'll check them out. Anything good? Yeah oh here's one uh brian pelasco writes Stephen mendilly 2019 go uxbridge thanks brian he's a uh, selectman in uxbridge oh he is yes he's not up for election this time there's um so you, that's basically an endorsement from a sitting selectman right on our page for you yes that's awesome yep they're out there holding
1: signs when i left him and his wife like on the way to the show i'm like this is great like this is a great community i want he, to help it you know i'm only trying to do things to improve and there's that group that doesn't want it to for some reason. It's like, why? Like, why hold it up? Yep. It's got to be because only it, it's it's not helping you personally. And that's somehow more important for the greater good of the town. Like I'm saying, the town needs to function better with, you know, with or with without you. Like, when you're gone, it needs to be a better place. That's you right. have to have done something.
0: Hopefully, uh, uh, Zachary, uh, like you said, there's people that don't always agree with us, says don't pay to fix the cruisers. problem solved. I thought that was kind of cute, though. <laughs> 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 uh, I'm not agreeing or disagreeing, but, you know. It's, you know, people, some people don't like the police. You don't have
1: to call the police. I mean, hey, when something's happening in your house, call your best friend then, you know? (laughs) Like, (laughs) see how fast your buddy can get over it. It's all all right. Like, it's fine.
0: We also have some comments from Lauren Pespiza. People know her. She used to be a co-host on the show. She wrote uh, Affordable Housing and Affordable Marijuana. Great guest. (laughs) And then she wrote about somebody we were talking about. He's just a kid from Cambridge. (laughs) Talking about uh, the mayor of Cambridge, Mark McGovern, again. Uh, yeah, we get some comments here. People are liking us. Looking good, kid, says Randall McCaffrey. He's friend of yours.
2: Yeah, business partner.
0: Yes, your business partner. What's up, Randy? Thanks. What's up, Randy? Yes. Uh, I'm just checking out to see if there's any others. Uh, you know, I know people, uh, are looking like, why is this guy looking at his phone as they're watching the video? But this is the way we, we, we get the feedback. You know, we want to know what, what you think. Right. If you have any questions, 502-501-3477. Uh, we are about to wrap it up, but. We may have a few more uh, speed round questions. I want to ask you both about um, the privacy issue. Because it's coming up a lot more. Um, and we've had a lot of pirates on here in the Pirate Party and people uh, who are concerned about privacy. Uh, some of the ones that have come up recently. We'll take the phone call. Oh. Actually, we'll take the call before I ask my privacy question. Who's on the phone? Hi. Hello. You're on the show live. Hello. You're on the show live. Hey there. I'm just
4: calling in for the show.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're on live. What's your name?
4: What's
0: up? This is Ann.
1: How's is, it going? This is hey. Ann. This is yep. Ann. She's the uh, uh, third member of our Cannabis Advancement Project, um, helping us with everything in her organization, Joint Venture and Co. Um, someone that stepped up to to do the work to help veterans and really, it's a, it's a bullseye on a bigger problem. You know, like it's affecting a lot. But if we can focus in on the one and fix there, and then spread everything we're doing outward, the, you know, that's the goal.
2: Um, Hi, Ann.
1: So, hello, Ann. Thanks for calling.
4: What's going on? You guys are doing great. Love it. What's up, Mike?
0: What's up, Ann?
4: <laughs> Best wishes, Ben.
3: Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was tuning out for a moment. Best wishes. Thank you. Thank you. Best wishes. to you. Um, yes.
4: I'm also helping. You're actually speaking to Stephen's uh, chairwoman. My chairwoman. Campaign.
1: Ah, <laughs> yes, which we were told today was the first chairwoman
0: to. Uh, do anything in my town so oh I love first that. chairwoman in Oxbridge of a campaign right now yep good yeah i love that i like i see a lot of women running campaigns now that's awesome
4: yeah i mean they pretty much help run the world it's a beautiful thing
0: and what do, what do you think about <laughs> your? yes <laughs> yeah, it is I, what I do agree. you think about the odds of uh you guys winning this Ann?
4: You know, uh, there was an interesting op-ed piece that came out today by Dr. Uh, Trapscott and um, a community member of Uxbridge. And all I have to say is he's incredibly eloquent with pretty much saying that his opponent, um, not the incumbent, but the opponent that's running is just like toxic. Um, And it's really beautiful that, it's coming from someone that's been in the community that's well educated uh and also believes in uh steven and his his energy and what he can do for the community so it was i think it's it's gonna it's gonna be a win that's a
1: good sign that's a very good sign yeah he's bringing out positive things got a great team um with with Ann and my wife and my kids, we're always at. Th- my kids love campaigning. They love going out there with the <laughs> signs. <laughs> we have a blast. I mean, and Sid I does too, you dog. No, nah, Sid of doesn't of come. I don't like bringing him that close to the street. Oh really? Yeah. I, I mean, I don't think he's gonna <laughs> do anything. But if he did, I would. I wouldn't be able to live myself. I see. You know. So I don't like to keep so near Sid the street. Sid doesn't campaign as much. He d- he does. He comes to all the town meetings and everything. He he does. He puts in work. You know. <laughs> but it's um you know the that's what we're saying is like people in in the in the in the community know what's helpful and what's not helpful they see it you know they see the the toxic messages and and the The conflicts i mean
0: i've looked a little into it there's some conflicts of interest it's all clear
4: yeah i mean it's public records so i mean if someone spends five minutes and takes the time to inform themselves i mean it would really suit them well to know what who's going to be helping operating their municipality and like the other added benefits, Steven has experience working at a local and state level and being able to bring that into small town politics is extremely valuable. So he's just going to be like a, a, beyond a winner like they
0: oh, yeah. they've already won. Yeah, I know. They've I I agree. <laughs> I agree. I agree. <laughs> you know, I got to say I I am definitely endorsing Stephen mendilly for a select Oxbridge <laughs> and just you. based on what I know from Stephen, he has helped me meet politicians and become friends with them. Like he's someone that is a relationship, you know, maker. He 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 meets people, he goes out, he does goes the extra mile and uh he's going to be able to bring a lot of resources to the town of uxbridge on a state level because you know a lot of these politicians i know you do
1: i'm told like i have no experience in everything it's like okay so i'm working with state legislators i i work with my federal legislators i'm you know i have people that want to complain oh you went to dc it's like well i'm trying to help veterans okay we're everywhere and i don't care what line on a map is there we, we does we all deserve the same thing that can't happen that way yeah. That's that's ideal but you know like I'm out there. It's not about who the person is. It's about the office and what that job title is, and you have to get those people to do that job. You know, like to be able to work with. And it bothers people. I don't get it. I'm working with Senator Elizabeth Warren. I'm working with Sen- with uh, Congressman moulton I'm working with these people because that's who we have to work with. What am I going to do? Wait for four years? Wait for whatever? Like, no. We need to do this work. These people are trying to to do good. Um, Elizabeth Warren. You know, we've met with her, state policy director, quite a few times. They produced a video for our next event, made for ev- for our and the and the information that she's putting out on this is like, it's it's incredible. She's it is she's incredible. we're being recognized. And for you're talking about work. Work.
0: your campaign. She's putting this out. This is for the the, the work we're project. doing, we're veterans. doing with veterans. You do with veterans. <laughs> yep. yep. We, Steve we,
2: and Randy and myself. Yep, yes. Actually. The
1: minute we had preliminary data, boom! I was in their office. We shared it. Yep. Five days later, they're participating in
0: what we're doing. That's
2: awesome. Yeah, it's pretty incredible.
0: That is awesome. Thank you so much, Ann, for thanks, calling
2: Anne.
4: in. Thanks, Ann. Yeah, keep up the great, great leadership, everyone.
0: Yes, and and her
1: entire you family too. coming to help out with the campaign, always being thanks, there y'all. for the events. Amazing family.
0: Thank you. Thank you, Ann. Good Anne.
4: teamwork. Thanks. Bye. Teamwork, bye, everyone. Teamwork.
0: Thank you. So with the Young Jerks, uh, I want to ask you, uh, Marion about uh, your group because people, you know, I took that survey that you were talking about, the open source sur- survey. Um, I'm sure a lot of other people did, but s- people might want to see how they can participate, how they can find out more about your group and what you're doing with Stephen. How do they find out more information about that as well?
2: Okay, thank you, yeah. Um, so you can go to um, www.cannacenterofexcellence.org, um, and we have a lot of information about a, a number of projects that we run. Uh, so, we uh, do a lot of work in research um, based on that study that you took. Uh, Steve approached C3RN uh, in December. So, we have since launched a Veterans Health and Medical Cannabis research study
1: with so. um, UMass Dartmouth. Yep. So,
2: huge. Yep. So, it's a partnership that C3RN established with UMass Dartmouth, and it's really kind of incredible because we have. Uh, If we use the same um, sort of research design, which is convenient sampling, anonymous sampling, and really trying to be sort of a trend monitoring, understanding data service, uh, we have um, as much rain as we want uh, to work with the IRB. So it's pretty incredible. We can think about other types of studies in the future. Um, But we also um, have done a lot of work around social justice and equity and advocacy around that for the last two and a half years at local and state levels. Um, we partnered last year with Holyoke Community College. We, I feel like we've been talking to them for <laughs> literally over a year, uh, to design some really awesome workforce training programs that would be focused on uh, entry level and reentry workforce training, uh, particularly with the focus of those impacted by the drug war in Holyoke, but um, created some really cool things like a life credit program. So if you've been like delivering in the past, you could test out of certain skills, learn regulations and get a certificate or something like that. Awesome. Um, So uh, we applied together with the uh, last year to the cannabis control Commission for the state social equity training program We were one of the seven selected vendors and then the state, you know sort of changed that approach and we've since reapplied again Uh, So we're hoping that will kind of go through Um, And then you know work on a number of other educational projects. So we launched this um, cannabis advancement series this year where Really, I mean, I can't even believe the lineup for this next month, I'm kind of like, I mean, we've already talked about a personalized video from Senator Warren, it's pretty incredible. Um, But we have uh, Dr. Sue Cicely, um, the first uh, researcher that I mentioned earlier, who just finished the study, she's gonna come and discuss her hopefully preliminary findings. I, I mean, don't we know. can
0: send Nick Smart an invitation. Yeah, we really should. <laughs> <laughs> we can ask him to give an opening. Yeah. Remarks. <laughs>
2: and then we'll skewer him. <laughs> uh, then, we'll, then we'll call it a roast after yeah. this. <laughs> yeah. We
1: have the adjutant commander of the. Uh, the DAV, the um, Disabled American Veterans, wow. Dan Stack's going to be on a panel. Wow, that's huge! The wife's yeah. coming out and talking on a panel. They, they've been yeah. traditionally
0: against it. DAV, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, so this is really exciting. Or
1: yeah. It's be- but this year, last few years, it's become a you know one of their top six national Issues? points that they that that's they're great. covering and they're pushing it. Like, I mean, well, November they had uh, their magazine come out, their newsletter and the front of it was a cannabis plant grown out of a pill bottle. So yeah. wow. they, get they, they get it, they understand. Yeah. And
2: so but this is really exciting because they're a member of ATV. So ATV yep. was formed with um, Steve, us, uh, DAV, and then also uh, Revolutionary Clinics. And the, what we're really excited about this year is the data that we're collecting through the Veterans Health Study. My experience has been developing uh, policy memos and change for uh, different countries at you know state and lower levels too. So we're gonna really try and translate and analyze this data and develop a policy memo that we're going to present to the DAV that can present to the federal level. And then we'll try and present that to the VA. So we're going make um, so we' collect information right now about you know spending, about medication use, about um, disabled status, and also what current health conditions and what cannabis is being uh, helpful for. And so we're going to try and make a health insurance argument um, at least by the end of the year. So that's, you know, super exciting with the DAV part. Um,
1: To have them taking the study to their national yearly convention as something to be pushed forward, it's perfect. It's pretty cool. It's really
0: cool. Pretty amazing. And we've already... Realizing lineup, too. (laughs) Right? And Commissioner
2: Doyle will be there as well. So give a big shout out to Commissioner Doyle. Um, She um, came to the launch of our... Uh, of ATV and has uh, comes from a family of veterans, so shared some very personal stories.
0: Um, Maybe you should talk to her about social consumption.
2: Yes, I'd like to have a conversation with her about You'd social like consumption. Veterans need social consumption I, too, Commissioner I, I, oil. Have, I have lots of As thoughts around social patients. consumption. Yeah. I know
0: she used to work at DPH. I'm a patient. I need it too. Um, but we, you know, we're about to wrap up. But I got to get back to the question I was going to ask you guys about privacy yes. too. So, um, you know, basically, it's come up a lot lately. Uh, There there were some cameras that were put in on uh, a Cape Cod bridge (laughs) that the state police never told anyone about, and they just disclosed it recently, and it's been there for a while. They've been recording license plates. Uh, Cambridge, you know, when I was living there a few years back, they got a uh, grant from the federal government to put in some cameras on the uh, lights, and the cameras went in. They never got turned on. There was such a a pushback. They uh, eventually took out the cameras, but this has become a big thing. Um, And in Somerville... Uh, Ben Ewen Campin, uh, the city councilor is talking about uh, a proposal to ban facial recognition in the city of Somerville. And, uh, there's a lot going on with cameras and databases and law enforcement. Um, I'm just wondering where you guys draw the line because when you're a city councilor or a selectman, you kind of are the boss uh, of the police force and, uh, these issues are coming up and it, it's kind of concerning some people don't care some people want the cameras uh, and some people don't I'm just wondering where you stand on these issues and privacy and kind of where do you you know how do you draw the line and oversee the police on this too as well I love privacy I
1: think you know obviously with the story about the bridge and the cameras like there has to be transparency don't do it without you know talking about it um, and you'll find that talking about it you'll find better solutions like the bo- the police and the body cam issue. You know, like if if we start asking and
0: get it what we want, you know, it's going to open the doors and those going to start being used other ways. But the issue, I just want to add add something there, because I think uh, what we're seeing a lot, too, on this is that the money's coming from the feds. It's been going to the state police and the state police have been giving it out to the towns and the cities and towns that cooperate are kind of being told at times. And I think it's coming from the feds not to talk, not to tell people their cameras and not even because they've had pushback. And they also are using this is what the state police we didn't want people to vandalize the cameras. we were mm-hmm. afraid if people knew that they were there. <laughs> I mean, it's a B.S. <laughs> excuse. But so I want, you know,
1: so put them up high on a pole. I,
0: I, you
1: know, like yeah. I don't I don't think that's a good enough excuse for uh, keeping things hidden like that. It, it,
0: it's do you think we we'll should refuse the federal money for these things? To refuse them federal money for, for the, things for like the cameras that, that are going into federal databases that are shared, this is basically what's happening is they're setting up all these databases and they're recording trying to record everything and then use it later if they need it.
1: I don't think so unless they hit the agree thing button on the iTunes kind of thing. like if people aren't agreeing to it, then it shouldn't be done. Like it shouldn't be done behind our backs, absolutely
3: not. yeah i mean pretty much exactly my opinion um yeah like as with most most things nothing without consent like we if we want this then the people should say they want it but this is if it's happening like you know without without like democratic process then that's insane i mean but not just that like um surveillance can can be a very scary tool in in the wrong hands. so we should be it's a and that's the yeah. other thing that bothers yeah. me, is when the yeah. bad guys get it. Because yeah. they
0: eventually do, and they yeah. the private detectives. There's so many different ways you can get into these databases. Uh, and that's what's really concerning to me. People say, if you haven't done anything wrong, well, a lot of times people that don't do anything wrong are affected by this stuff. Yeah. Right? You ever have an ex uh, you know, that worked for the police or had access or found access or spyware? There's a lot of different ways with technology to hack in things and use things. Uh, against sometimes totally innocent people it happens a lot now um, speaking of that the facial recognition thing you mm-hmm. know they're at the, he's possibly looking at a ban of facial recognition in, in the city of Somerville um, would you guys go that far
1: well, to what extent? So, if you use facial recognition on your phone, you can't use it there, or, or maybe
0: the city using it, I think, or the police using it. Again,
1: without without consent, I don't see the, the <coughs> reason why you would have that information. That's so. So,
0: if, the, if if there was consent and the in the and the town members were agreeing with it, then maybe you'd look at it. Is that where
1: you're I guess give it a vote to the people first uh, before you do anything. Find out what the residents want, and and let the residents speak. Or you know, like a, as a politician or a legislator, you're a vo- you're representative of the people you have to know what the people want get let let the people be in on that do not make it a you know well we're we're being authoritative over you you c- can't do it like that
3: i mean as far as like facial recognition software being using like cameras in public places i think that's really scary and i, I would want to say a hard no but but yeah i mean it's you know we are a democracy but if it's like if it's coming in from top down then that's definitely no excellent yeah all right
0: um I appreciate your time. Again, we have, uh, it's been hot in here. I mean, we're, we're <laughs> all dying, aren't we? We've gone over an hour. You guys are Gotta warriors. Buttons <laughs> ben so. Simon for Cambridge <laughs> City Council. Thank you for coming in. Was it your first interview running for City Council here? Uh, yeah, I guess it was. And you yeah. did really well. Oh, thank <laughs> you. <laughs> I like you a lot. I would oh, like... Yeah, will you man. come back in again? Oh, definitely.
3: I awesome. guess to
1: yeah. start off with the Young Jerks bump, and I have to wait till the end of my campaign. You could have come in
0: earlier. What? You, you
1: know you, I, I wouldn't wait, have the campaign wait, wait, about wait. signs if number I came one.
0: Out. Number one. <laughs> number one. Have I told you before you can come in anytime you just call me and let me know? Always. There you go. Always, so I I mean.
1: love Mike Crawford. I have a, a bit of a crush on him. So, <laughs> and, and, and you just know, just a solid
0: guy. And you've been the same ever since I first met you. And you, you too. And uh, you know, we save the best for last. Like this is the most important time to have you on. I think right before your. Maybe in three years when this terms up and I have to head to a, a state office or something. Oh, I'll
1: definitely be back. There you <laughs> go. I'll definitely be Let's back Let's win for this one show. on yeah. Tuesday. <laughs> for exactly, it. yes. Let's make sure we on Tuesday. <laughs> you got the, the, the plan, sh- and then. short-term <laughs> goals, long-term goals. Okay.
0: So Tuesday, Exbridge, Exbridge, Massachusetts. Vote for Stephen Mandeli. They can also and carry sh- Shaw. Vote for Jeff Shaw and Steve Mandili. I'm supporting Jeff Shaw. And they can also carry signs
1: for you. And carry oh. signs. I'll be out there. Election day all morning starting at 7 o'clock. Bright and early. Um, take Sid for a couple of his zoomies across the yard, and then we'll be out there all day. Um, I'll be going back and forth from home. Donalds will be out there. Um, just going to have a great time.
0: Thank, you. Yes, I, thank I, you. I wish you the best, and I hope you win on Tuesday. Uh, vote for Steven Mendeli in Uxbridge on Tuesday, Uxbridge, Massachusetts. There we go. Yeah. And uh, I also want to thank Ben Simon for being here. Well, running thanks for so much for having council. me. Yeah. And uh, again, your website again?
3: Uh, so it's votebensimon.com, and um, come out tomorrow and join me at my launch party at 7.30 Tavern, 4 to 6 p.m. It's right in Central Square, right on Mass
0: Ave. And uh, you also have, like, Facebook and Twitter, Yeah, you just yeah, set uh, up now?
3: Yeah, um, there's, I've got a Facebook, a Twitter, and Instagram, and there's links on my website, votebensimon.com.
2: Perfect, yeah.
0: And uh, again, I want to thank uh, uh, Marion McNabb for being here.
2: Thank you for having me, Mike.
0: For your 3C C- RN group. C3RN. What's the web address? C3RN. What's <laughs> the web
2: address again? Uh, it's uh, org. Awesome. Yeah, and thanks yes. for having me. I've got mad respect for you, so oh, it's an honor you. to be here. I have
0: mad respect for you, yeah. too. I thanks. mean, you did you did uh, deserve that award. <laughs> thanks. Like, you there was there, You know, it's funny, because I've been to a bunch, uh, that award show, and there was, uh, mm-hmm. like, you know my list. I'm like, uh, uh, oh, they deserve the award. Yeah. Uh, like <laughs> that, for
2: you too. <laughs> you are one of those people yeah. that deserve the award. Yeah, so did you. Yeah. So thanks for having me on here.
0: Uh, thank you. Yes. Uh, we're the Young Jerks. We'll be back next week, 6 p.m. I hope. Uh, we got some big things coming up. I think we got State Senator Sal booked, June 1st, maybe. Yeah, we got him uh, coming in in uh, State Senator Sal. I don't want to say his name, D. Domenico. Uh, he's going to be coming in June 1st. you got some questions for him. But, again, if you're uh, working a campaign, you want to come in, you have an issue, let us know. Uh, especially if you're, you know, one of the big issues I want to be looking at right now is the Weymouth uh, compressor plant. So if, you, if anyone has a suggestion for a guest on that, hit me up as well. But you can always send us feedback, any suggestions you have, any guest suggestions. But, again, you can send us voicemail as well on our anchor.fm account. Do so. Follow us on uh, Twitter at the Young Jerks J U R K S. Again, thank you. I want to thank our supporters, thank our fans, thank everyone who's been uh, keeping us alive over the last uh, five plus years. Stephen, you 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 got something else? Yeah, got? one last
1: thing, please, please call your state legislator, have them sponsor or support Amendment Six Two Three. Let's get this through the budget. Be you know, be approved by the end of June. That is a gigantic win for veterans. get Gigantic I got yeah, I can't talk now. Gigantic, Gigantic win against the opioid crisis, yes. the overdoses. I mean this is this is this will change things for and This will change yeah. medical cannabis for veterans in yes. in Massachusetts. Yeah. And it's gonna spread across the country.
2: And thank you to all the veterans that have taken the study so far um in Massachusetts. That data was used to get this passed. So we oh. only started on March third, so we're already using the information for policy change. You so. did it. yay. Which you did. is we're really gonna make important. more. <laughs> make yes, more change. You will. <laughs>
0: I love it. Yeah. That's what this show is about, bringing all these uh, great voices and great people doing great things together and uh, giving you a spotlight. And uh, I love it because you guys educate me and bring me information. I learn on this show every week. Uh, I just want to thank you again. Everyone who listens, supports us, and especially for folks like you who are in studio, our guest. I want to thank Brian Murphy behind the board, Disrupt Boston. Uh, we're out of here. Thank you, Brian. We'll see you next week. Thanks so much. <laughs>
3: Thank yeah.